This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, Senator Ron Wyden thinks spy agencies might be going too far to get data on Americans. The Treasury's Inspector General says the IRS could improve on how it awards cash to whistleblowers. And Congress looks to eliminate the Pentagon's Office of Cost Assessment and Program Evaluation. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. June 13th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The House Armed Services Committee will get to work this week on its version of the 2024 Defense Authorization Bill. We won't know the details of what lawmakers have agreed on until a week or so from now, but one provision advanced by Chairman Mike Rogers would completely eliminate the Pentagon's Office of Cost Assessment and Program Evaluation, or CAPE. Congress created that office in 2009 as a way to hold the military services accountable for weapons systems costs. Aides say House members now see the office as an impediment in the acquisition system. The first draft House proposal doesn't explain the reasons for CAPE's disestablishment and doesn't indicate how Congress would prefer DOD handle cost analyses in the future. An IRS watchdog says the agency isn't keeping close enough tabs on whistleblower tips that bring in revenue. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The IRS spent nearly $600 million in whistleblower awards between fiscal 2017 and 2021. The agency says those tips helped the agency recover $3 billion in proceeds. But the Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration says the IRS isn't capturing all the data that would help its enforcement office decide which whistleblower tips could lead to the biggest payoff. TIGTA finds the IRS was late in mailing payment notifications to nearly a third of its whistleblowers. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Veterans Affairs Department received more than two dozen recommendations to improve its cybersecurity posture. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. VA's chief information officer has a plan to check off several of the more than two dozen IT security recommendations from the agency's inspector general. Kurt Delbeni told auditors he will implement a new assessment framework to bring standardization and consistency to the authorizing official reviews of systems. And the security office will update all system security documentation to accurately reflect current operational environments, particularly for critical systems. This is the second year in a row the VA IG made 26 recommendations as part of its annual FISMA report to Congress. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is working on updates to its landmark technology security standards. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. CISA will issue the next iteration of its Secure by Design in Default principles by the end of this summer. The agency issued the first version of those principles in April. Eric Goldstein, CISA's Executive Assistant Director for Cybersecurity, explains the forthcoming update. That's going to incorporate robust input from the private sector and ideally have even more international partners uh, on board for that work. We think that's a good way to convey nationally and even globally what does having a secure and safe product look like. And Goldstein says the principles complement the software security attestation form agencies will use to ensure their software vendors are following secure development practices. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. 
The Office of Personnel Management is looking to give a familiar recruitment program a facelift. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. The Pathways program run by OPM is traditionally reserved for college graduates with four-year degrees, but it could soon have a bigger pool of eligible applicants. Rob Shriver is OPM's deputy director. What we're looking to do is how can we expand its reach into more of the community colleges, more trade schools, other skills-based programs where the federal government really needs to be more competitive as well. Shriver says OPM is looking at soon updating the rules around the Pathways program. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Employees and service members with government purchase cards at Fort Meade will have a new way to buy products. Last Wednesday, the Defense Information Systems Agency, or DISA, opened the doors to the DISA Fort Meade Ability One Base Supply Center. Fort Meade agencies and commands will be able to purchase both Ability One and commercial supplies through the new retail store at DISA headquarters or purchase from the store at shopbism.com. Blind Industries and Services of Maryland will deliver orders to non-DISA customers. The Ability One program created base supply centers in 1995, and there are more than 150 of them around the country. One senator is pushing for new restrictions on spy agencies purchasing Americans' personal data from private companies. Oregon Democrat Ron Wyden issued that call after a declassified report detailed how intelligence agencies acquire a significant amount of commercially available information. The Office of the Director of National Intelligence released the report, which warns that the widespread availability of commercial information, like cell phone location data, raises privacy and civil liberties concerns. The report recommends the intelligence community adopt more precise sensitivity and privacy-protecting guidance for commercially available data. The White House is bringing in new leadership to connect the federal government with state, local, and tribal partners. President Joe Biden is appointing outgoing Labor Secretary Tom Perez as his newest senior advisor and assistant, as well as the White House's Director of Intergovernmental Affairs. The office coordinates with state, local, and tribal governments, as well as with Puerto Rico and U.S. territories. Biden says Perez will help roll out the administration's infrastructure agenda. Perez is taking over for Julie Chavez-Rodriguez, who Biden selected as his 2024 campaign manager. Instances of prohibited personnel practices are reportedly on the decline, but certain types of practices are still more common than others. Discrimination based on race, sex, and age, in that order, is more frequent than other types of prohibited personnel practices, such as religious discrimination. In the last decade, race and sex discrimination have both increased by about 1% in the federal workforce, according to a new report by the Merit Systems Protection Board. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of June 13, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.